0: And now, Wolf Fights Open Mic. The Bass Jackers. I just came home, actually, from tour. Hey, guys, this is Phoenix Paul. Hey, what's up? This is Sean Frank. Wolf Fights DJs and your favorite artists. Sophie Francis. Sophie, thanks for joining us today. Hi, it's
1: super nice to join you guys. What's up, guys? This is Ahmed Van Buren. Now, Open Mic.
0: Hey, guys, it's DJ What The Heck here with you, this latest edition of Open Mic. And today, my guest is Matthew Russell from Cheat Codes. Matt, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, no worries.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So you guys are all together, Trevor Dahl and Kevy Ford. You're based in LA, but you're also traveling a lot right now, and you're actually going to Charlottetown, Canada for your next show?
1: Uh yeah, we're uh Prince Edward Island. Um so it'll be first time there. But yeah, we play we played in Canada quite a bit. Uh so it should be good.
0: So on your bucket list of places to travel, is there anywhere you haven't hit yet?
1: You know, um, In November, we're planning on going to Tokyo, which I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. We haven't gone to Australia, and I really want to go to Australia.
0: Australia and Tokyo. Well, if you go to Australia, they have these wonderful things called Tim Tams. When you get there, they're like chocolate cookies. They're great. Tim Tam's, okay, yes, I yes. got it, so when you get there that' would be good, um and then in your free time, what would that be like? Is it just mashing out songs for cheat codes, or is it free time you and yourself
1: yeah uh we're yeah typically like we're playing shows on the weekends, uh like Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday, sometimes Thursdays, depending you know sometimes we have random shows on like a Tuesday, <laughs> right. uh, but then usually when we're during the week, we're home in LA, and we're just working on songs. Sometimes we're shooting videos. Uh, last week, we just shot a new music video. Uh, we're planning a new music video for the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, it's a lot. Like like when we do music, it's kind of like a numbers game for us. So we like to have like for every song we release, maybe like five to ten demos that you'll never hear, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, yeah, we try to, we like to be in a studio a lot. That's like our, our preference. As far as just like normal, like hobbies and free time stuff. Like me personally, like I'm really active. Like I, I like to work lift weights and like do hikes and like play basketball and like do yoga and meditate. And you know what I mean? I like to, it's just like when you're on the road, it's like hard, like harder to stay healthy. So I just, it's almost like a requirement for me, like when I am home to like work out and stay, stay active. Otherwise I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's more of like you get low energy and it's your health, like starts becoming an issue. Right.
0: Do you think staying healthy while touring is one of the hardest parts about what you do?
1: No, it's not hard for, I I don't think for our schedule it's, it's that hard. Um, cause like I said, we're, we're pretty much just gone on the weekends, um, you know, so it's like, even if I'm not working out or eating healthy on the weekend, then it's like, fine. <laughs> you right. You know what right. I mean? Um, but yeah, I, I think as long as you have the mindset that you want to do it, then you can do it. I mean, like you can, wor- you can get a good workout in like a hotel gym, you know, um, I try, I try to cut out a lot of meat and, and dairy on the road just because I've noticed that it helps me like stay thin <laughs> right? because otherwise I'm just like eating like hamburgers, like every, like every time you're in the airport or every time you're in like room service or like a restaurant. Cause you know, it's hard to like, stay, like stay consistent. Um, at like restaurants and stuff. Cause so, so I don't know in America, it's like any place you go, at least they have a hamburger. So it's like, you kind of just like lean on that. And then next thing, you know, you're like, Oh man, I'm gaining weight. <laughs> yeah, it
0: must be hard to jump around and throw a rager when you're not feeling the greatest because of all the food you've been eating.
1: Right, exactly. So I, I actually don't love to eat before we perform. So so say like we're performing at midnight or 1 a.m., mm-hmm. I'll try to eat at like 5 or five. 6. And then and then I'm not eating like at all before the, you know, because I don't, I don't like to eat like, I don't love eating at like, nine or ten and then performing
0: it's kind of like what you said <laughs> can't perform on a full stomach
1: yeah it's not my not my preference
0: gotcha well now focusing on your background and correct me if I'm wrong you were into rock music
1: yeah I used to be in a rock band I well here's the thing I I used to do pretty much every. You know i'm an aquarius so like i'm an air sign so mm-hmm. i pretty much switched the genre of music that i was doing like every you know eight to 12 months <laughs> like i was doing like country music at one point i was in like multiple like i was in like a rap like 303 project at one point um so yeah i've i've done like a little bit of everything but when i met trevor i was in a like a punk rock project that was like hoping to be like a fallout boy kind of thing right (laughs) so uh and trevor was doing like an acoustic uh singer songwriter project so that's actually how we met because he played a show in st louis where i'm from uh we played a show together uh different bands and then later when i moved to la i remembered him and i hit him up and he actually needed a roommate so he ended up moving in with me <laughs> <laughs> so you
0: mentioned you kind of change genres a lot so then when you guys all came together and went from your rock background and then I believe Kevy actually was into rapping for a time was
1: there as well yeah so how I met Kevy was I was uh, I was producing and I was I had just been in a hip-hop project so I was producing a lot of hip-hop so I was just making beats for him uh, he was just doing a rap project And yeah, so that's how I met him. So Kevy actually had the idea of like, hey, we should we should try DJing and like doing the whole electronic uh, music because he he had some friends that were were doing it and he thought we could pull it off. So it was it was appealing to me and uh, Trevor at the time because, you know, like I said, I I kind of get ADHD a little bit and I like to jump around. Uh, genres and like styles and and all of that. So for me it was like okay cool this is a project where you don't have to be locked in to one specific sound. We can kind of like do like heavy dance music and then we could do more like a hip hop leaning thing and then we can do like more of a straight pop thing. And now the record we're releasing on Friday is actually kind of like a latin pop thing, which is kind of like our first yeah, this will be our first song we've ever released that has, like, there's like full Latin verses in the record, right? And uh in Spanish. So,
0: and so yes, yeah. you have that new song coming out tomorrow called Highway.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's what I'm referring to. It's featuring uh, Willie Williams and Sofia Reyes. So Willie Williams has a whole verse that he's completely doing in in Spanish. So, so you know, it keeps it interesting for us because it's like, you know we have to keep uh keep on our toes as far as production and like listening to different music and and trying to better ourselves versus like okay I'm good at this one specific style of production or this one specific style of writing and like I'm just gonna stick with that. I think we would just get bored. You know <laughs> <laughs> there's so. only so
0: much you can do with one genre, right? Right, yeah. To a certain but degree. at the end of
1: the day it all like fits in with like our, like our live show and, you know, I mean, if you listen to like our whole catalog, like it's like so much different styles of music, but somehow it like still has like a vibe, I don't know. But maybe that's just me. Cause like I part, was part of making it. <laughs> There's definitely a vibe. There's definitely a vibe.
0: All of you together came out with your debut single "Visions" in 2015, and the interesting part for me was that you all three kind of worked on the vocals for it.
1: Yes, yeah, so that was like when we first started the project. We liked how you know Calvin Harris would do songs and have his vocals on it, um, and then also we were looking at a lot of the the DJ projects and just thought that you know we could maybe have an advantage because we write our own vocals, because, um, you know, it's it seems like it would be a lot harder. Like we've we've never had to do this, but if you're totally relying on other singers and writers, um, it just seems like it's limiting, you know. So that mm-hmm. was our whole approach in the beginning. Like we were like, alright we're going to do all of the production, all of the vocals um, ourselves. Um, so, yes, yeah, so when we did visions, that was literally the first song we ever attempted to do first song that we wrote together and we just like finished it up and like put it out. Um, so yeah, so all three of our vocals are on it, which is cool. There's a couple other records like from the beginning that we have like that, um, that are like older, like demos. But I I think, you know, with today's music, it's like people have like weird attention span (laughs) issues. (laughs) So it's like, we just try to, we just try to like, We want to make sure it's like still about the music and not like, hey, like, look over here, like I'm singing or I'm doing this or I'm doing that. So um, but yeah, we, you know, we released some records on the level two EP, for example, like Ferrari, where it's like Kevin rapping and uh, Trevor singing on the hook. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely trying to do more of that, especially when it comes to like bigger projects versus like singles, you know? right where it's like our own vocals on it so
0: right so tell me a little bit more about the level 2 ep and i believe level 2 ep remixes is also out now
1: yes that is correct yeah so we did we did level 1 uh the year before and level 1 was like the first time we ever basically attempted to do uh club tracks that we would be excited to play live essentially cuz a lot of the records we put out are like pop electronic leaning, and then when if you ever see our live show, we typically do different versions live that are kind of more exciting, right um gotta pump the crowd up exactly more more like higher tempo or yeah, you get the idea, yeah uh so when we did level one, we were like, i right, we want these songs to just if we wanted to be able to just play them as is and still be hype live so that that was like the idea so level two was just an extension on that and we want you know when we did level one we were just kind of doing it ourselves and we just wanted to see obviously we we did the collaboration with dubs which was mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. um so with level two we just wanted to see like okay who, let's let's see if we can take it up another notch Let let's see if we can like reach out to some of the, the you know other DJs and artists that we've become friends with. So the fact that we got to do a song with Cascade and Afrojack is like really dope, you know, because we've we've known uh, Nick from Afrojack for years and we've we've worked on like three or four different things that kind of never really panned out. So uh, it was cool that this one came together. And then the Cascade thing happened really quick and just kind of out of nowhere. So um, that was dope as well, because um, it's 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 a little bit tricky for us because it still needs to be cheat codes vibe it can't just be like a pure like big room house right right. record record. so (laughs) there's a lot of like trial and error that has to happen for like those to work for us to feel like oh this is still like our sound But then, yeah, we have the record with Daniel Bloom called Who's Got Your Love. Yep. And uh, he's actually one of the first people we met when we we did our first show in the UK like four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Stayed in touch with him. And we've actually worked on a bunch of the same thing, like worked on like three or four demos with him in the past. And they were like so close, but just didn't quite fit like what we were releasing at the time. So when this one came together, it was like, same thing. Like, we we're just like, all right, perfect. Like, let's just ride it out. And, you know, that one ended up being the first number one on dance radio that we've ever had. Right, with so, 20 million plays and counting. Yeah, yeah. So we're excited about that. Um, but, yeah, that was that was literally the, the main goal with the Level 2 EP was like, let's make something for the dance fans and, you know, something that we can play these versions live. Um, and then obviously we have the the remixed uh, EP which is awesome work with uh, Mike Williams which is dope. Um, so yeah we've been playing that version. Oh, well, what we actually do is we <laughs> we play the original version for the first drop and then the second drop we'll play like the Mike Williams. <laughs> oh that that would <laughs> be really awesome live to hear. Yeah.
0: Just Promise me no promises so so you're working with a lot of artists one of your big tracks from cheat codes and mother massive track here on wolf bites was no promises with demi lovato could you talk a little about working with demi in that track
1: yeah so actually i think a lot of people know this now but Ari from Lauv was one of the writers, um, on the top line. So him and our other friend, Michael Pollock, uh, they kind of showed us the record mm-hmm. or the vocals. And yeah, we just, we kind of messed with the production until we thought it was really solid before we even sent it to Demi. And, and our man, I remember our management kind of gave us like a, they're like, okay, who who would be like your wish list or like your dream collab kind of thing? And mm-hmm. and number one on the list was Demi because we just thought we just thought her vocals would like really capture the emotion and everything that we wanted. And uh, yeah, she thought it was dope. So yeah, she came to the studio, knocked it out in like a day. And she's really cool because you know she really was involved in the record, like becoming a success as far as like doing the music video with us, like doing all the live performances. You know, we did Jimmy Fallon with her. Mm -hmm. uh, Good morning America. Like, so that whole process was, was awesome. And I think it's, I I mean, for any, for anybody listening, that's like interested in the music business and like everything that it takes to like (laughs) make like a quote unquote hit record or like a, a commercial radio record. Like you really have to, it really has to be like all hands on deck. You know what I mean? Right. I think like everything other than that record, like all of our successful, like songs, like viral songs, like we just kind of had the mindset of like, all right, we're just going to focus on the music. And if the music's good, then people listen to it. Um, But with that record, we really saw like all the, the cogs like turning with the label and like her label and you know p r companies and <laughs> late right. night show- you know what I mean and, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. really realize like, wow, like, for some of these records to to be that big, like that's what has to happen, you know yeah uh, for for the commercial side of it, you know, so that's not like how we operate every every time or anything. <laughs> So a big
0: song, and hopefully the one coming out tomorrow is going to be big, too. I'm really looking forward to it. And some of my personal favorite tracks that you guys have put out, Only You with Little Mix, obviously No Promises up there, Put Me Back Together with Kiara, and then Who's Got Your Love with Daniel Bloom. Um, so tomorrow, or actually Saturday, you got your next show in Canada. And I also noticed that you got a little bit of a gap between that show and then your following show, which is going to be in Del Mar, California, which is on September 14th. What's going on in that little break time? Is it much needed downtime for you guys?
1: Um, okay. So I had to think about that for a second. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 Um, yeah. So we have, we actually were planning on just working on a ton of music. We have a bunch of sessions lined up different writers and yeah. So we kind of, we actually carved out this chunk of time. And the idea was for the whole month of September really was for us to like work on an album or like a, a bigger body of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was the plan. We actually told our management basically almost like a year ago, like, all right, cause you kind of, once you, this is like the fifth year of doing cheat codes, fifth, like summer of like touring and, you know, we tour international. So, You kind of get into a cycle of like, okay, I'm going to like, these months are like festival season. Like like these months, I usually go to Europe. These months, I usually go to Asia. You know what I mean? So you kind of get into those cycles of like, all right, like September, October, like if you want them to be, those can be like the down, like the (laughs) downtime. you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we kind of carved that out gotcha <laughs>
0: gotcha so for all the listeners out there if you haven't done so already you want to make sure you head over to chico's website chico's music.com you can find tour dates latest videos and also some pretty cool merch and for me i think when winter starts rolling around i'm gonna be getting the too easy hoodie and the too easy sweatpants to go along with it do you have any favorite items that you guys put out
1: yeah uh those are probably some of my favorites um what else? It's such a good question. Actually, we have these uh, these track jackets. They come in like three different colors. Mm-hmm. It's like pink, pink, green, and orange. I mean, those are probably my top. Um, I don't know if they're on the website, but they should be. I think the <laughs> pink one was on the website because I saw that one. I was like, that looks pretty nice. Yeah, it's like my girlfriend's like favorite that she just like wears all the time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So it's a win-win. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, that is just about all the time we have. And, Matt, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. Have a good one, guys. Yep, thanks.